this is Eddie. And this is Miguel. And you're listening to the God Life Culture Podcast. Yes, welcome back to another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. We are so excited that you are tuned in and that you are ready for this new episode. Whether you're driving to work, on your way back from work, driving to school, or just, you know, um, on the road or at home, whatever, wherever you are, we're just excited that you are tuned in and that you are listening. If you are not subscribed, take this moment right now and subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. Eddie, how are you doing? I am crazily surprised that it's already November. I can't believe that part part of me feels like the year completely dragged and then another part feels that it just like flew like a blinking of an eye and we're november it's already getting real cold um and it's just crazy two more months left to 2020 and a lot can happen in these these two months whether it be good or bad but the good thing is that we're in that time of year of the holiday season thanksgiving's around the corner which immediately jumps into christmas and this is the time of year where although like the weather gets a little gloomy and, you know, the sun sets earlier than it was in the during the summer. Um, there's a lot of like joy and happiness and family time um, that happens this time of year. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. How's everything over in your end? Yeah, same. Everything's going great. Um, we just uh, wrapped up uh, the World Changers event. It's uh, the children's event that we do at our church. We started it last year. Um, obviously, with everything going on this year, we had to kind of move it uh, to a virtual, you know, World Changers event. So yes. it was three days where, uh, you know, we had something different each day online. We had a night where the kids worship together with um, Alexis and Brian. They're the ones that kind of lead the worship for the kids' services online. So we had some kids come in, and um, I know even your son was a part of it he so was. that was awesome um you know just something different and i mean some of these kids this is the first time they were being recorded in this way i mean we had like the lights set up we had a tripod <laughs> you know backdrop so it just it was a little intimidating you know we kind of do this stuff as you know adults and you know we're in spaces where we're being recorded or where we record things and put work out there but you know it really got me thinking in that moment you know as the kids were coming in and you know their faces as they saw a, a camera and they saw the lights the bright white lights and a backdrop that it was intimidating, you know, yes. um, and it just got me thinking, man, they did an amazing job, uh, even in that moment and under that kind of intimidation and fear and nerves. And, um, you know, it's just something that it's it's definitely uh, should be applauded on their behalf, you know, especially like your son being so young. And uh, we had a few other kids there, you know, that were very young. And this is something that, you know, it could be scary to do and be recorded yeah, you know, in and that. It- yeah, you never know where there's certain kids that like freeze. Like you see this like at weddings yeah. where, you know, the ring bearer or the flower girl like did so amazing during the practice. But when it comes time to actually do it, they like freeze. They don't want to walk down the aisle. Um, and the same could have been done during these videos where you were recording these things with the worship sessions with the kids. And even the kids that were doing the talent portion. Um, we saw that they all rose to the occasion and yeah. did an awesome job. So. Yeah, so day three, the last...
last day that we had this talent night where, you know, they could submit videos of just doing something different. And uh, we challenged them not to sing a song and not <laughs> to do like a mime, because that's something that a lot of our church kids kind of run to. You know, it's easy to sing a song that, uh, you know, we love or kind of learn a mime. But I kind of, you know, the vision was just I want them to do something that they are good at, you know, share their hobby, share something that, you know, they're skilled in and kind of just deliver that message that God can use that. You know, the theme was shine and God uses our talents and our gifts and the abilities he's given us to shine in our lives. And I think sometimes, you know, even as adults, we kind of forget those things and it's not always what we do within the church, but also things that we do outside the church that, you know, have nothing to do with ministry. And it's just kind of everyday conversation or everyday um, interactions and communication with people. Or, you know, if we like to play sports, that's a way that, you know, God can use us to really minister to someone's life and impact their life, you know? So I think just delivering that same message uh, with the children and having them kind of be challenged and pushed to show, you know, their gift and their talent, you know, was awesome. We had kids do karate. We had a kid, you know, play the piano, Mm -hmm. play the drums, uh, you know, create uh, different pieces of arts and share Bible verses. So it was just, it was something awesome to see that. Yeah, and I think that it's the perfect thing to do because it's as adults, we tend to pigeonhole ourselves and think that the only way that God can use us is number one, in the four walls of the church. Number two, it could only be done either through preaching or singing, um, which God definitely moves in those talents in a mighty way. But there's so many different ways that God can move himself through you as well. So if we start from such an early age teaching them that hey the talents that you have is good enough for god to use for his glory it's the right thing to do you're setting them up for success by doing that yeah so it was a great event it was great to see um you know and again like everything we've been doing kind of in this year it's just having to you know here goes that word again pivot and change Uh and kind of be creative and think outside the box to you know continue doing things that we've done in the past just in a different way You know, uh, we started World Changers last year and it was a great event. And, you know, uh, this year when it was time again to start planning it, you know, obviously it just had to be different. So shout out to all the kids who participated and everyone who watched that event. Um, You know, it's on our church Facebook page, our church, the New Jerusalem Church. It's on Facebook. You can check it out and, um, you know, be blessed by all of those uh, talents that these kids had. And, uh, you know, speaking of talents and creativity, I saw this and I wanted to bring it up and I wanted to get your opinion on this. Um, Just a few days ago, it was, you know, trending on Twitter, trending on like YouTube and different places. Um, It's going to be really random, but, you know, follow (laughs) me. okay? I'm going somewhere. So uh, it was Kim Kardashian's 40th birthday. Oh, my God. I think I already (laughs) know where you're going. (laughs) Kanye West uh, gave her a gift and the gift was a hologram of her dad now her dad robert kardashian um you know has passed away many years ago and uh you know he obviously hasn't uh been around for the birth of her you know children and you know his grandchildren all these different things and kanye west had this hologram that looked just like her dad that you know basically was at the party and spoke to him Mm -hmm. and was basically saying happy birthday i'm so proud of you you know kanye had to throw in his kanye you know kind of uh 
attitude and ego into there. The guy, you know, Robert Kardashian, the hologram was like, you know, the biggest, you know, uh, I guess you could say blessing that you've had is to be able to marry the great Kanye West and, you know, start a family. But, um, you know, besides all of that, it was just kind of crazy to see, right, this hologram and one, just a technology that we have today to even do a hologram. This man is dead yet, you know, through hologram, he's able to kind of, you know, uh, this hologram is able to speak to the family, mm-hmm. right? So obviously Kim loved it, posted it, and it went viral, got people talking, and people were, you know, kind of split. Like that's super creepy. Other people were saying, that's amazing. I, you know, would love that. So I am going to ask you the question, are you here for the idea of a hologram of someone who, you know, has passed or someone who's no longer here and just, you know, kind of speaking to you and, and catching up and, and talking to you about certain things i don't know what do you think about that i i don't know i think that it depends on how how well executed it is um you know the whole idea of doing the holograms is something that's been going on for years now i remember they did a tupac concert or performance um with him they've done it for for whitney houston they've done it for michael jackson as well and it's a technology that they are trying to perfect because a they see the potential of it being very lucrative um of doing these concerts or events postpartum uh and that's not postpartum that's after the person dies I mean, <laughs> um but i posthumously yeah there you go that's right yeah and um i've seen the youtube videos where someone goes to like a build-a-bear and gets a recording of someone that passed away puts it in the build-a-bear and gifts that to someone and how emotional they are and how much they appreciate the gift. And I feel like the hologram is like way level up (laughs) to that idea. Um, I think if it's done right, I can see how it can be impacting and I can see how it can be very moving for the person that's receiving that gift. Um, But it's like weird for me. Like I, I don't have anyone at this moment that'll be like man i wish somebody would give me a hologram of so and so um, yeah so i can't put myself in that position but god forbid when i if i lose someone that i maybe feel that i haven't didn't have closure with or if i could just have like one more second with them or something it may be something that i would appreciate in the moment if it's done right not like in a creepy spooky way um or with someone like Kanye trying to take glory <laughs> and trying to make the moment about him when it's not. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've kind of torn it. I can see the good and I can see how, you know, as the, techni- the technology becomes more available to people and how you can gift people these things. Um, but I don't know. I just, yeah. I feel, I feel like in the middle about it. How about you? Yeah, I mean, same. It. I think the idea of it is kind of cool. Just this idea, and I think it could just be taken in a different way. I mean, I I know someone who, um, you know, they were telling me that uh, their grandmother was already getting older in age, and you know, there were so many things that, um, you know, they wish that the grandmother kind of would leave behind for them, and just kind of like recipes and ideas and memories yeah. and different things like that. So they said they actually began recording the grandmother speaking yeah. about th- certain things about memories and and they even went as far to record messages from the grandmother for like their future kids mm-hmm. 
you know, and it's something that, I mean, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super cool, you know, cause you know, I, you think about this and you know, people around you, they're not going to be around forever. Yeah. And this idea that they may not get to see, you know, your grandkids, you know, start college or, you know, your, um, even like, you know, for instance, for me, um, I, my grandfather, right. Uh, past when I was only two months old. Mm-hmm. So I have this idea. I know what he looks like from like home videos and pictures and things like that. But, you know, I guess what I know about him is through the memories that my grandmother tells me or my parents tell me about mm-hmm. him. But it would be kind of cool to have some sort of, whether it was like a video that he left behind and kind of addressing or talking about things or, you know, yeah. just little things like that. I think that's super cool. So it just got me thinking about, um, you know, what can be done, uh, you know, that can be recorded or documented or left behind, you know, for, uh, you know, future family members and just generations to come. You know, for me, even I know my dad used to write a letter every school year when I started every school year, you know, he would write me a letter kind of just encouraging me for that school year. And it's something that even to this day, I kind of look at and look back at every, you know, so often just to kind of, you know, as a way to encourage myself and kind of push myself and just, you know, uh, it, it feels good, mm-hmm. you know, and it's something from just when I was in kindergarten or first grade, which is, you know, not like a whole century ago, you know? So just imagine, um, you know, this idea of being able to talk to someone again, or just hear from someone, you know, again, um, I think it, it's like you said, it's, it's weird. It's different, yeah. you know? Uh, but I think it should kind of motivate us or just kind of encourage us to, you know, think about our legacy and think about what we leave behind. And, you know, even if it's as simple as recipes, right. And those, you know, that we love, um, and those people around us that we love that when they're gone, it's like, you know, are you going to have that food again, Mm -hmm. the way they made it, you know, are you going to, uh, you know, remember those memories, you know, with them. So it's just something that really got me thinking when I saw that. Yeah. And you see, I see like recently I was reading, um, some things on Reddit and, there was this one guy who was sharing his story about how he found out he was terminally ill um, and was setting up stuff for his wife so that after he would pass, she would still get a birthday gift and she would still get a card and she would still get like certain things. Um, And, you know, that's very thoughtful. And I know that for her, it would also be very appreciated that, you know, you're not expecting to receive flowers from your husband who passed away a year ago, but that they were so thoughtful and being able to plan ahead for you. Um, So things like that are really great. And those that take the time to record their parents and their grandparents or their loved ones um, and try to capture moments, it's actually the smart thing to do. It's, it could be a little bit morbid where you're like, yeah, oh. cause I was going to say, I don't know about that. Like receiving a gift. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like it's almost like, cause then it takes time for you to get over someone's passing, you know? And I feel like in the sense of, I, I don't know, like, you know, it's your birthday and now you're kind of getting a gift from someone who's no longer there. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's just weird. Yeah, it's it's weird. weird. I could see. That's why I said I can see the both ends of it. But I think at the end of the day, God forbid you're ever in that position, you would appreciate it. You know, to yeah. it, it would just be a moment where obviously I can imagine that one would break down. But then mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, man, I really miss this person. But you'd be so appreciative. 
that they thought about you like that yeah um yeah so i mean if you're listening let us know send us a message on instagram or you know we we sometimes get text messages from people too like kind of letting us know their thoughts and stuff so would you be here for a hologram of someone that you love that has passed or that's no longer here um would you be here for you know a hologram conversation and kind of like an update or like you know birthday gift um not an update (laughs) Like, hey, it's going great over here. <laughs> That's crazy. But let's switch gears because this conversation, obviously, it could get real sad or real depressing. <laughs> it can, unfortunately. But I think it's also a great way, you know, to think about it because this is a subject that a lot of times can be depressing. Um, but it's also great to have those memories to think back about and to hold on to and to share with your kids. You know, I recently had my grandmother that passed away this year. Um, and obviously, there's always a longer list of things you wish you asked and you knew and you held on to. Uh, but for the things that you do remember and the pictures that we do have and the videos that we do have, you know, we cherish that and we share that with the following generations. Um, and as People with money like Kanye that have $400,000 spent, they can do a hologram for you. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> right, it right. It is what it is. I know, I know. All right. So, yesterday, I sent yes. you a video you um, because it was the Dove Awards. The Dove Awards were on, uh, it was on YouTube, you know, it's all virtual again. Um, so, they were doing, I guess, like the different like video shoots and music videos of the different artists. And I sent you a video of the song famous for that was being done by Torn Wells, uh, Christine, the Gladio, uh, Jen Johnson. And I believe, um, the last girl was, uh, Kaylin Carr, right? Yes. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it was a song famous for, um, which is an amazing song. And they closed out the award show with it Mm -hmm. you know this performance and i saw it and i had to send it to you because i just think with everything going on right now in this world (laughs) with the craziness that is happening that we are surrounded by and you know election days are like you know upon us you know what i'm saying and there's a lot of uh just chatter and, and anxiety about that and you know a lot of also um, I think distractions and divisions that sometimes occur around this time within conversations and political parties and all this craziness, you know, it was a great reminder of, you know, you know, who we serve, who has the authority, and ultimately the power, you know, that he has. And one of the things that I found that was amazing was just the collaboration between between the artists, you yes. know, we had uh, someone like Torrin Wells. We had then, you know, Christine De Gladio who sang even in Spanish. And then we have, you know, um, Jacqueline Carr that was there and Jen Johnson. They all kind of fall into different genres of music. You know, Torrin mm-hmm. Wells, more of this pop sound. Jacqueline Carr is more gospel. Christine is, you know, uh, Latin. And then you have Jen Johnson, who's more of the worship style. So it was just great to see all of them collaborate and uh you know share this moment it was very impactful what did you think from that i thought it was great i thought it was at first i'm like oh that's cute he has them as backup singers (laughs) (laughs) you know i was like all right that's cool but then once i saw that they each because um Torin has the song recorded with Jen Johnson, and then he did a version with Christine De Claudio. I'm not 100% sure if he did a version with Jacqueline Carr as well. Um, but once I saw that he started to go in and out of the different versions with them, 
and how they supported each other through the parts. And, you know, when Cristina Calio came in singing in Spanish and he would sing with her, too, and the other ones came in as well. I thought it was a great visual of the unity that we need in this time period in general, but also to see these different Christian worshipers come together and sing a song that it's straight up about glorifying who God is and all the great things that he's done, which are the things that he's famous for. Um, You know, I thought it was very, very great and I thought it was very powerful and I thought they were really feeling it. They were like really in the zone and it was great. I was definitely blessed by it after I saw it. I shared it with a whole bunch of other people as well that were blessed also. So I I just thought it was a great way to end the awards um, for that night. Yeah. I mean, again, and we spoke about worship in our last episode. Um, There's just something powerful that lies in worship. And I think that, um, you know, if we kind of, started our day and ended our day with that atmosphere, with that kind of mindset, you know, would definitely make a difference. Um, I think that, again, the times we're living in are super crazy. And, uh, you know, I just at, being at the store today and, you know, there was a, a lady with a mask on kind of, uh, you know, it was a Trump 2020 mask. And then we had this other lady that had a, a Biden mask on and they're in the parking lot and, you know, they're kind of going back and forth about you know the two uh candidates and you know it it just it's just crazy the the division that you kind of see around this time you know and i don't know if it's you know they always say like oh this election is so important this is the most important election and you know i don't know if it's because every kind of election the people we grow more mature and we grow older so it kind of becomes more important to us you know i think uh the last election you know i was younger so it's just i wasn't up on things the way i am now you know so i think um as you continue to grow and you get older you just become more aware of certain things and um you know i think people are just really uh you know when it comes to this election this year, they're just kind of all over the place and, and yeah. divided. And we see it on the news. We see it, you know, in different towns as you drive and all the different signs and, you know, all the different little rallies that are being formed that it's so easy to just forget, um, you know, what brings us together and what's supposed to bring us together, you know, and it's so easy to forget, um, you know, how as Christians and as believers, you know, we we have the best way to escape from the situations this world brings us. As believers, as Christians, we have a way of escape that um, is so beneficial and is a blessing in our lives, and it's through our worship. And I think that if we practice that more and just that idea of, you know, when we feel stressed, when we feel distracted, when we feel overwhelmed, when we feel, you know, dry, when we practice this idea of worship and just kind of, you know, escaping through worship, I think, you know, we'll we'll see a difference in just how we feel overall. Yeah. And I think with the election, I think it's great that we as Christians do have that option to find rest in the Lord and to find peace in the Lord and to have those moments of escape. But I think that there are also a lot of Christians that are really torn. Um, And it's very difficult at this moment because you can see how 
it may be the right choice to vote either way. And then you can see how it's the wrong choice to vote in either direction as well. And I think that especially for Christians, specifically, I think young Christian people have this very difficult decision to make if they haven't already. A lot of people have been doing, we've seen record numbers of early voters. Um, So there's a lot of people that have already made their decision, but there's also another big group of people that are still debating. And it's a very difficult situation to be. The racial tensions are high. COVID did not help the situation in any way because by keeping everybody basically locked up at home gave them the opportunity to be more in tune with what was going on. I think that if COVID would not have happened, maybe the riots and the protests would not have been at the scale as that that they were because people would have been too busy doing their regular daily lives. But COVID gave people the ability and the freedom to now be active participants in what's going on, whether that be good or bad. Um, right. So there's a lot that is hanging in the air. And I think that I hope that, you know, once the election part of it is over and whoever wins wins, that people will be able to move forward. But a part of me is also very worried that this is just the beginning of a lot more mess that may happen. So that's why it's very important that as Christians, we don't only escape to the Lord and find peace and worship and do all that stuff, but be in prayer and active participants in trying to maintain the peace. I saw someone today that posted, if you voted Democratic, I love you. If you voted Republican, I love you. At the end of the day, I love you regardless of your political view. And I think that that's an awesome thing to put out there because I've seen the people go into the people from the left and the people go against those that are people on the right. And there's been so much division and hate and anger and sarcasm and memoirs happening that some people understand that it's just joking, but other people take it very serious. Um, And right now with everything that is happening, we have to be active participants in trying to spread peace and love and joy in the world. So whether it be sharing the videos uh, or speaking about these videos that like Torin Well has or spreading messages of of positivity, letting people know that we still love you regardless of which way you voted, that's doing the work of the Lord in one way or another. Yeah, and I think it's so important as Christians to, like you said, be active participators of peace and promoters of peace, you know? And it's unfortunate, you know, going through Facebook or going through social media and seeing the, you know, Christians kind of going back and forth over political parties and, and talking about, you know, their political views and disagreeing with people, but disagreeing with people kind of, you know, in this way that's bashing and, 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 you know, divisive. And, you know, it's, there's a lot of that, you know, we see on social media. And again, you know, we constantly talk on this podcast about the idea that the world is watching and that the world definitely 
um, you know, sees us, you know, as believers and as Christians. So it's our responsibility to ensure that we bring that unity, that we bring that sense of collaboration and, you know, that there is no division in the body of Christ. You know, at the end of the day, we represent the kingdom. At the end of the yes. day, we represent, you know, we're not part of the left, the right, this, that, and the third. You know what? At the end of the day, we we belong to the kingdom of God. And, you know, we have people that look at us and, you know, they may not say they're looking at us. They may not, you know, uh, make it known that they're watching us, but they're watching us and they're watching how we handle moments of pressure. They watch how we handle moments like this, you know, and it's just our job to just make sure that whether, you know, we disagree over, you know, politics, if we disagree over the way, you know, we should handle, you know, this whole pandemic, whether we disagree with the way, you know, you uh, handle, you know, uh, matters in your church or matters in your home, right? At the end of the day, Christ should bring us together. At yes. the end of the day, Christ should bring us together despite the differences and despite, you know, the things that the enemy kind of uses to separate the body of Christ. Yeah, and I think that's the important part. There are a lot of people that hold strongly to political parties. And once you're someone who speaks up against one of those political parties, they automatically create a narrative or an opinion about you that is either negative or positive, depending on the party that you're pro. And as Christians, we have to understand that we do not operate under the party system. You know, we operate under representing Christ, uh, representing the Christ-like values. And, you know, it's not about Republican or Democratic, independent, bluegrass, whatever. You know, it's really about being representatives of who Christ is and how would Christ operate if he was here right now in 2020 in the middle of all this mess that's happening. Um, and it's a difficult situation to be in because I can see why people take it so seriously. I can see why people take it so to heart because it is very serious matters that are on the table at the moment. But we have to be able to come together and to love one another and to push back, push past difference of opinions, um, no matter how difficult they are. Yeah. So if there's something that you get out of this podcast, it would be the challenge of, you know, seeking unity and seeking, yes. um, peace and being participators in that, you know, if it doesn't bring peace, if it doesn't bring unity, we shouldn't be a part of it. If it's divisive, if it separates, if it's, um, you know, and obviously I'm, we're talking within the body of Christ and, and kind yeah. of that rejection, right? If it does that, then that should not be, you know, we should not be participating in that. We should not be, you know, participating in speech that's divisive or activities that's, that are divisive. You know, at the end of the day, we're here, you know, to spread that peace. And I think that even in this time, in this crazy, you know, time period that we are living in right now, you know, um, I think about like, I have a lot of family that does not serve the Lord, you know, and just uh, yesterday we were, um, you know, over some family's house and they were talking about everything and, you know, uh, they were kind of giving their opinions about, you know, politics and everything that's happening in this world. And it was funny because they asked for, you know, uh, my dad's opinion on everything. <laughs> they know he's a pastor and they know, you know, uh, he serves the Lord and he's a Christian and they asked for his opinion and they asked, you know, um, 
basically basically telling him you know we value your opinion we value what you say like what do you say in these moments you know Mm -hmm. and it's just funny because again it gets me to this point that you know we have people that are watching that they desire kind of answers they desire um you know guidance and they look to us you know and many times if we partake in these uh kind of in this rhetoric or this activity that's you know so divisive sometimes you know we miss out on opportunities to really speak to someone's life and again we're talking about politics but this can be about anything You know, this can be, there's so many things. If you think about, you know, the things in this world, there's so many things that can divide us, you know, so many issues that we can talk about that if I disagree with you on that issue, you know, I don't want to talk to you. Or, you know, if uh, this person, I'm not inviting them over because of this, or I don't want this person, you know, coming to my church because of that, you know, there's so many things, you know, from the way people worship to the way people preach to the way people teach, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many things that can really divide us. And um, I think it's our job, again, to promote peace and to promote that unity. Yes. And I hope that we, in today's episode, was able to do that, bring some unity into your life, um, and that you walk away with that idea of how, how can I make someone else, my neighbor, my coworker, my friend, my relatives, feel at peace in the middle of all this commotion that's happening. So thank you once again for tuning in. As always, you can reach out to us through our social media platforms. Yes. Follow us on Instagram or on Facebook. We are under God Life Culture Podcast. You could always send us a message and let us know what you liked about the episode and even what you didn't like about the episode. Let us know. (laughs) Be sure to leave us a rating on um, wherever you listen to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe and, um, you know, let us know that you're listening, share the podcast, help us spread the word. And again, be sure to subscribe so you are notified every time we drop a new episode. Yes. So thank you once again for listening to the God Life Culture podcast. That's God God Life Life Culture. Culture. Until next time. See ya. Bye.
See ya.